Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Divot Room. I'm Chris, and with me, as always, is Todd. Todd, how you doing, buddy? Doing great. We're, Zoom, we're Zooming again. Hey, yep. man. Hey, man. Is, it's, hey, you know what? Zoom is a good thing. They're not well, even a sponsor. <laughs> I know. And it's, uh, as, as you know, I was in work jail. Yeah. So I just had this one day, and it's a tough to make her down to West Lynn. It's all right. And yeah, yeah. But we talked, and I'm going to be off for 11. You're going to be off for a few, and we're going to get in the studio next, uh, the 9th. Yeah, we'll be in studio next week, barring any sort of unforeseen circumstances. Uh, and then we will be in the studio the week after that as well for the U.S. Open. So you, uh, you know, in our meeting, you, you, you were talking about how you went to Grants Pass. I did. Over the cavemen. I did. We had, that's that's where I was born. My uh, yeah. My sort of my alma mater, the cavemen. How was it down there? It was hot. Which we kind of we knew going into it. We expected it. You know, you kind of forget living up here in the Pacific Northwest just how far things can be. You know, we're in the state mm-hmm. of Oregon. We live in Portland, mm-hmm. which is almost in Washington. So when you talk about Grants Pass, which is almost in California, you yep. forget, you forget about just how far you have to drive. So uh, it was a long drive. Went when the girls got out of school on Friday and went down and uh, had softball games all all weekend. So it was fun though. Did, it was fun. We took we did, took the travel trailer. We took the dogs. So we had some camping. We had some softball, and uh, just had a good you, time. Did uh, your daughters win their tournaments? They won two games out of four. Uh, They made it into the gold bracket for their age group. Um, So just Meredith had had softball. Olivia was off this weekend. So uh, they made it into the uh, championship bracket, and they made it to – they played a team that they had lost to the day before, but they played them a lot better – and but they lost, unfortunately. Um, as a team. Who is this team? Who is, is this is team? Del Nort. They it looks like the Del Nort. Coasties. They, Coasties. Is that them? I mean, well, Del, from California. Oh no, it, California. yeah, Del Norte. It sounds like the coast. Coasties. You don't ever want to lose the Coasties. No. And I'm no. not saying anything bad about Coasties, but man, yeah, I don't want to lose to them. I don't know. And they're good. I don't. Yeah, they were good. They had a good pitcher, and you know what? When you're ten U and you got a good pitcher. It's it's tough to beat. We have we have a good pitcher too, but you know when your bats aren't uh, producing, then then it's difficult. But it was fun, dude. I just love sitting and watching softball and watching my kids play. And um, it but it was a lot. We had three games on Saturday, and it was like seven a.m., noon, and five, so it was spaced out. And so we were back and forth to the trailer and trying to let the dog out and get some get some activity and then back to the softball field and then of course after all the games you the kids want ice cream and so it was a big Did, yeah. Does the trailer have AC? Oh yeah. Dude, well, why why that's the only reason you get a travel trailer to go camping. Nobody ever says, "Oh, you know what is I don't know if I want to see for this. I want to feel like I'm in a tent. <laughs> no, you no. want to feel like you're in damn home. No, no. Well, there's a lot of people would say AC. I'd I'd want it for the toilet. You'll the oh yeah bathrooms. Yeah. <clears throat> so you don't have to put on your clothes to go to the bathroom. So uh so yeah, 
the it has AC. And I tell you, I went to Salt Lake City a couple of years ago to go caddy in the Corn Ferry event out there, and it was so hot. And our trailer was sitting in the sun at the campground we were staying at, and that AC was running from about 9 a.m. until about 10 p.m. constantly. I thought the thing was going to just quit on me. I was like, this is going to suck if if yeah. this AC quits. But It was a trooper, though. Oh, it was a trooper. Oh, yeah. What about, um, did you stay at Indian Mary? No, we stayed at the KOA. Grant, is that outside as, of Merlin? As Siri says, Grant's past Coa journey. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, just north of town. Yeah, Merlin, just north of Merlin yeah. exit. Yeah, yeah, I right off the fire street. station in Merlin. <laughs> I saw it. I saw yeah. the fire station in Merlin, rural metro. Yeah, yes, dude. We drove past it. You know what Meredith said? She said, "That's a small fire station." <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was it was even smaller back in the day. Tiny. I'll have to tell Meredith that you were uh, were you a sleeper there? Did you live there? Or did you intern, just kind of pull shifts? Sleeper, yeah, nice sleeper intern. It's where it all start. Well, I guess it started in Westland. It was a volley, but you were a volley in Westland. Yeah, back with uh, Steve Mills and Thorny. I think nineteen ninety two ish. Oh well, I started as a volunteer in Westland with Steve in Mills. What year? Uh, 90, 96. Oh yeah. I was long yeah. gone. I was working for the city of Grants Pass by then. Yep. You know, my old stomping ground. Did you, did you meet any nice racists? <laughs> 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 well, there was a lot of nice people in, in Southern Oregon. And if Hell they yeah, were racist, then yes, I did meet some nice racists. No, I'm just saying like somebody didn't pull out any dumb shit no 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 i didn't hear any i didn't hear anything like that but no they're good people down yeah there. no we had we had a great time it was a cool town um you know we we were clearly staying north of town so we didn't spend a whole lot of time in grants pass it was the boatnik festival so oh it God, was that was just it was, thing it was so busy we actually did hang out at a park and they had some people down there practicing for some speedboat races which was kind of loud and obnoxious but they were, they were done by the time like five minutes after we got there so it wasn't too did you obnoxious. go to the parade did you go to the parade no but we drove through town before the parade and there was there there was a huge wrecker that was towing other wreckers and dude i'm not kidding this first wrecker probably had 20 of them behind it that it was going to be towing it Hell was yeah, crazy caveman towing caveman yeah, towing. Yeah. <laughs> let's go caveman <laughs> i so, thought about you a lot when we were down there it, it was crazy so one of the things you know when i was in the band i played in the band you know you march down sixth street i think sixth or seventh yeah but uh one of the things that scared the shit out of me was Dudes would dress up like cavemen and cave women, and they'd have a cage and they'd pull people out of the, the crowd <laughs> and put you in that cage. And it, I was just mortified and petrified that I'd get stuck in that cage. And when I saw it coming, I would hide behind my parents' legs. Dude, that that sounds pretty frightening as a child. Oh, God. Yeah. Because where are they taking me? Wow. No to kidding. A, to a cave? Wow. <laughs> 
So, yeah. Anyways, well, I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, we did. We had, we had a lot of fun. It's you know, camping like that is not uh, a vacation. It's just a fun adventure and and hard work. So, but we got uh, a pretty decent golf course down there too. Right there at the at the by the KOA. No, that's oh. a, it used to be a nine hole track. There used to be Colonial Valley. And it was a nine-hole executive course. It's gone. It's probably a subdivision. I saw, but no, I saw a sign for a golf course at the exit that we took. But I had never ventured that way because I didn't bring my clubs and was not going to be playing. So, Grants Pass Golf Club, which is out past Williams. Okay, it's that's that's where I played all my golf as a little kid in my grandma's your, gra- your grandma's shoes with the flaps. I like it. Yeah. So what do you? I saw, what, oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I saw Billy Horschel has been wearing spats on his golf shoes lately. He was. I think that was uh that that in was honor of me. In honor, <laughs> in honor of you. Yeah, I think that was that a Ben Hogan honor uh in honor of Ben Hogan. I or, guess or, maybe. or my grandma June Newman. Or or your grandma June. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's amazing. What'd you do this weekend? I bet you played some golf. I played a little bit. I feel like I've been working. I've been working a bunch. I played at East Moreland in a best ball, and we didn't do well. Oh, you know what? I played in a pro-am. I was going to say uh, you played with Krieger, right? Yeah, with Scott Krieger out at Easy Moreland. I saw the picture. It looked like a great group of guys to be playing with. Oh, my God. It's it's a great group, and we came in 15th place. That's great. How many teams? 16. (laughs) Well, you weren't last. It's okay. Woo, yeah. close. It's okay. Yeah. Golf is hard. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. We've got some news. Uh, I have a couple of things I want to touch on. Uh, we'll, we'll save the Bryson and Brooks thing for, for last because I think that kind of might gain some energy. But Tiger Woods had an interview, I believe, with the, I can't remember the publication, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I think it was Golf Digest. That's what I was going to say, but I didn't want anybody to call us out on it. A couple of quotes. Uh, Tiger said, I understand more of the rehab process because of my past injuries, but this was more painful than anything I have ever experienced. So that tells me, I mean, unless he just kind of misspoke, but he says, but this was more painful. So to me, that kind of tells me that maybe the painful part is over. But maybe not. I mean, it was back, what, in February? So maybe he is kind of over that pain part. And now he's just kind of into the strengthening and getting his strength back. So, and then another quote. Yeah, go ahead. I, I feel like uh, anything that's horrible happening to you right now in front of you concerning your health is always the worst. It's like oh. anything, like being stuck in work jail for 48 hours. <laughs> right, it's like the, worst. the start of it. It's it's the worst. Yeah. It's the worst 48 hours. <laughs> but then like you get past it and you get a new trauma. And then you it's just the worst. Yeah. yeah. And I I can't imagine cuz I had ba- the back surgery. Yeah. I didn't have a fusion or anything, but man, just like rolling over from my back to my side was was just unbearable. Yeah. I've never so, had back I mean, surgery, so I can't even empathize with it. Well, and, you know, ha- I've never had a tib-fib fracture where it left my skin and came out of my body. <laughs> yeah, so Thank God. I mean, that, part, that might be pretty painful also. Jesus, slow down, bro. Yeah. 
God. All right, so go ahead. Sorry. Happy driver. His uh, second quote was, my physical therapy has been keeping me busy. I do my routines every day and I'm focused on my number one goal right now. I was really hoping he was going to say golfing, but he said walking on my own. I think that speaks volumes too. Yeah, walking on his own. Yeah. So, so does that mean without crutches or like, does he have like a, a nurse, I'm, a wet nurse? <laughs> <laughs> I bet he has a nurse. <laughs> I bet she's slightly attractive. I need my sponge bath. Tiger, <laughs> oh, this is your fourth sponge bath today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude. Uh, you know that's happening. Well, I'm not going to speculate. Let's just, right. yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm so really he- dirty. <laughs> he's okay. He's focusing on walking on his own. My guess is he's he is using crutches and and <laughs> God. Oh, we're Tiger fans too. So it's uh, yeah. We're huge Tiger fans. Yeah, huge Tiger fans. Uh, anyways, uh, I hope the best for the guy. I know that his focus also is probably to be able to get back and play. And I know Steve Stricker talked to him, and he wants to participate in any sort of capacity for the Ryder Cup this year, which I think is just a huge plus for anybody that's going to participate in on that team just to have his presence there. Um, so, anyways, well, that's our Tiger Woods update. So the, he, We know he's one of the most competitive athletes on the planet michael jordan tiger yeah. woods like they they hate losing whether it's ping pong whether it's rochambeau yeah and tiger saw lefty just break the record oldest dude winning a major now tiger's like fucking a f and a cotton yeah he's just going over to the whiteboard putting another goal down so this is going to motivate him i think absolutely absolutely what do you got for news todd well uh just there was kind of a story uh, this guy named mike vizaki i hope i didn't butcher it mike they call him big mike and he uh monday qualified at the valve spar by making a 25 footer on the last hole his uh his video kind of went viral because they showed him and he was calling his dad and he was in tears and yeah I totally get it you know yeah uh, I, I saw yeah. that video it was it was amazing it was awesome I liked it a lot he, and he's done so many different mini tours driving all over the place in his 2010 Honda Accord he missed the cut but um. He got another invite yeah. by Charles Schwab himself to the Charles Schwab Challenge. I saw that video. And, and um, so Justice Thomas says, hey, Big Mike, I, I, I saw what you did, and let's let's play a practice round on Tuesday. Yeah. And like, yeah, Mike says, yeah. And guess what? It fucking rains. They don't get a practice round. So anyways, they go out and play, and Big Mike, God, I feel like he went 77-72. Missed the cut, but that Friday afternoon, uh, Justin came up to him and said, man, you know, I I really think what you're doing is cool. I've seen your story, and I want to help. And he handed 
Big Mike a check. Did you see the video? I did see the well. I I saw the video with subtitles. I didn't actually turn it on and listen to it just because other people around. So I didn't want to be that guy listening to some video and a bunch of people around. But I got the gist yeah, of it. Yeah, he pulled a check out and he kind of handed it in Big Mike's hand. Yeah. And after the fact, um, people were asking, you know, gosh, that's amazing. And Mike was, he was touched. And his dad said that it was so much that his legs almost gave out. Quote, I almost fell over. 100 grand. Because we don't know. We don't know how much. The golfers, they don't like to talk about money. They just want they money. Like to talk about, they just want they money. Want, <laughs> they want piles of it, but when they gamble, they don't want to talk about yeah. how much they gamble for. Other than it's it's amounts. It's big amount. It's it's a, it's a fun time amount, but uh, nobody knows what the amount was. But you think it's a hundred grand? Well, let's just put this into perspective too, though, for some of those golf fans out there that might just watch the PGA Tour on Sundays. So. Mike Visaki, he is a tour professional. He he is a professional golfer. There are very many a member out- of the PGA professional. There there is there are many different outlets and ways to play as a professional. It's not just you know Jordan Spieth uh, getting an exemption and playing really well. Um, you, there are so many roads and paths to the PGA Tour, but one thing that's consistent amongst all of them is it costs money to make money. So what Mm -hmm. these people understand, and Justin Thomas is one of those rare humans that went through those paths and was successful along the way, right? So he went through the Corn Ferry Tour or the web.com and got his PGA Tour card and certainly has been successful. So he understands the path. He understands that these people aren't making much money on the corn ferry tour. They're not making any money on these mini tours and they need the money to be able to continue. And we, we have talked about the fact that we might actually, one of our first interviews might be a guy that I caddied for Timothy Madigan. And there is a point where you kind of run out of money and you kind of run out of financial support and you have to, Say, am I done? Do I do, go do you find some? Do I go find something else to do for a career, or do I continue with professional golf? So Justin Thomas saw a guy in Mike saw somebody something in Mike Mike Visaki that he said, you know what? I want to give him enough money to be able to probably let him continue this dream for at least a couple of years. And my guess is that he gave him a hundred thousand dollars, and that'll get him. Well, well on his way for the next couple of years for tournament entry fees to Monday qualifiers to Q school to everything and anything that he wants to try to get on the PGA Tour. And if he gets on the PGA Tour, man, that's going to be probably one of the biggest success stories ever. And it's and it's kind of documented. We're, we're seeing it now, right? We saw him Monday qualify. Now we're seeing yeah, Justin right Thomas. We're seeing Justin Thomas give him a check. And who knows what this guy's story is? I really don't. I don't know what he's gone through 
before that Monday qualifier. He might be grinding it out in those one or two day tournament mini tours in Florida. He might be in Texas. He might go be going, you know, tournament to tournament, trying to Monday qualify for the PJ tour. He might be trying to Monday qualify for the corn Ferry tour, anything and everything that he can try to do. So to yep. see a guy like Justin Thomas, like be touched, like you saw the interview afterwards, like they interviewed him today and it was, he, he just said, I just, I just want to help the guy out. You know, anything it's I awesome. can do. Yeah. And he, he lives in Florida. Mike lives in Florida. And Justin even said, Hey, anything that you need, I'm available. Give me a call. So here is, you know, one of the top players in the world. You, you, when, when Justin Thomas gives you your, his phone number, you dial that son of a bitch up and you pick his brain. Yeah. Like, how do you prepare for a golf tournament? I mean, just like everything. And you buy him dinner or let him buy you dinner. He just gave you a hundred. He just gave you a hundred thousand dollars. You buy him dinner. We're yeah, going somewhere, but to you Fat ask, Tuesdays, <laughs> right? We're going to the buffet. Um, no, that 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 was that was a cool story. It was. And, uh, it was. Like, I, I'm, I'm just Justin Thomas. You know, he had a hiccup earlier this year, and man, he is bouncing back big time and. He's picking up some pip points. He is picking up pip points, and I guarantee he did not do this for pip points. I saw some sincerity in that guy's of heart. Of course he does. I saw everything that was like, this is so genuine. And it, I mean, it's it's one of those things. Because I'm a big fan of people like before the PJ Tour. I'm a huge fan of watching these people grind it out and trying to earn. It reminds me of you and I trying to get a fire job, right? You grind it out, you go on that tour trying to take every fire job, and then when you finally land it, it's an amazing feeling. And you grind yeah. it out and you grind it out, and when you finally land that PJ Tour card, I can only imagine yeah. that feeling. I mean, these and guys get an opportunity, you know, and, and it's not the same path every week. Jordan Spieth. Got some sponsors exemption. You know what he did? He capitalized on it. He never went through the Corn Ferry Tour. He never did that. These guys yeah, had he, just these guys had just uh, qualified for the, of the yeah. Uh, the 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 one thing I'd like to say though about the the money, like you're you're building some goodwill with. I like to call it Gigi, the golf god. Yeah, and the golf god will respect that. And we were playing the. Uh, Sunday men's club out at the easy Moreland and Brian Imfeld, the, the, the cart girl comes up and she's, she's like, Hey, the guy in front of you bought you a beer. You, what you guys want one? We're like, yeah, who was it? And it was Brian Imfeld. Nice. Well, yeah. So we're right behind him on that par three. Next hole is a dog leg, right? Par five. And I see him on the green and he makes the putt little fist pump. I was like, you know what? He just bought a birdie because yeah, he, he rewarded him by buying a round of brewskis. And you know what? Gigi might reward Justin Thomas with this a little week? victory or, at the Memorial. Or the US I Open. don't know. Yeah, no, I, I concur. That is, it was an amazing moment. And I'm glad you brought it up. It wasn't in my notes. Um, I did see it, but... Um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't even think about talking about it, but it, it's probably one of the better moments I've seen in a long time. 
Yeah. It takes the teamwork to make the dream work, bud. It does. What else you got? Uh, I, uh, another, another funny news thing <laughs> was the senior PGA championship was last week. Yeah. And uh, Zyre Golf had a had a meme or no, I guess it was a video of John Daly in the practice round in shorts smoking a dagger and they showed his cart. He had a suitcase of beers sitting <laughs> in the passenger seat. I was like, God, that guy, he needed a suitcase of beers. They weren't even on ice. He's going to drink them so fast. He doesn't even need ice on them. So that was a pretty, pretty funny thing there. Uh, the guy complains that he needs a cart for the, for his tournaments and then he's just stacking beers in it. It's awesome. Right? It's so I mean, awesome. a suitcase. It's just incredible. Could you imagine caddying for that guy? Like you're walking and you're like, seriously, John, seriously, can you just not walk with me? <laughs> right? Just, Freddie, no, Couples, no, I mean, Freddie Couples took a cart one time at a tournament. I think his back was giving him fits or something. And he, hate, he hated it, but he was like, you know, I, I, I had to. And he said the worst part about it was he just kind of, I mean, his caddy was behind him walking. Don Daly doesn't give two fucks. That guy is all about smoking daggers, sucking suds, doing I, his thing, missing cuts. I'd caddy for John Daly, even if I had to walk by myself. You know, it, it, his politics drive me crazy, but I kind of like the guy. Yeah, he's I mean, John Daly. He's his own character, and he's built it. Yeah. And he's he he is who he is. And, he, and if he said, "Let's play golf," I'm going. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. going. Absolutely. I'm all in. Absolutely. And for that matter, if Billy Horschel, I'm going. Yes. If Patrick Reed says, let's play golf, I'm going to go. Yeah, go for it. I'll stay home. Really? That's the only guy. Yep. No, I will not play golf with Patrick Reed. Speaking of playing golf professionals, did you see there was a guy on Twitter, 25 days straight on Twitter, posted it every day. Max Homa, will you play golf with me? Max Homa finally caved in. 25 days, Max Oma says, you know what? I love your persistence. I'll DM you, and we will play golf. Yeah, he Max said, 25 is my favorite number. Yeah. The guy said, hey, this is the 25th day in a row. I've hit you up. And Max like, all right, 25 is my favorite number. Yeah, I like it. I think that's awesome. It I'm is like, awesome. Fuck, why didn't why you didn't, think of that? Why didn't we? <laughs> well, now it's like everybody's going to try to do this. <laughs> so I figured we could probably go for like somebody like Jim Herman. I mean, you know, it might take five days to play golf yeah, with Jim right? Herman. <laughs> yeah. He needs the pit points. Our podcast. He needs the pit points. God, we should right? we should start a campaign just mocking that whole campaign where we just try to 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 play golf with Jim Herman. Because he's actually kind of had some kind of witty little comments like, I'm not going to win any PIP money, so I might as well, you know. So he's actually made some comments like, here's to boost my PIP money. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's player, player impact performance per program, I believe, right? Player impact program, I believe so. Jeez. And it's not all about the it's not all about the social medias. It's not all about that. I mean, there is some no, performance, no. but but the majority of it is yeah, you know, like you had described. I mean, it's how much draw you bring to the PJ Tour. How many people Google your name? And I wonder yep. with the the Brooks Kapka and the um, Bryson DeChambeau, like dust up that they didn't form an alliance and said let's let's boost our pip. All right, let's talk about it because we we didn't see the video, 
last week on our last podcast. All right. So our last podcast, right. we never talked about it. Nope. But uh, the next, I think it came out that night and I saw it the next morning after we recorded. And clearly everybody out there that's probably listening to us have, have probably seen the video. I watched it probably 20 to 30 times. And Absolutely. It was, yes. It was ridiculously entertaining in the world of golf. I mean, this yeah. was... Brooks Kepka doing an interview after it was probably like after Friday's round, maybe I'm not yes. sure which round it was, but this was leaked after the, after it was leaked out on Monday. I mean, clearly they waited until after the tournament cause they didn't want to probably take any attention away, but somebody, yeah, leaked that was it smart. Out, but, but Brooks Kepka is doing a post round interview, clearly kind of annoyed by his round. And, he is talking to the reporter and then as the interview goes on, you can kind of see him looking off to the side and then he kind of rolls his eyes and then he's like, what is, I, I can't quote him exactly. So, so Bryson comes walking behind in his yeah. spikes and you can hear the, <laughs> the metal spike, which, and <laughs> which Brooks has said in the past that he's annoyed by metal spikes People just like them because it makes cool noises on the concrete. <laughs> right. And th and then also uh, Brooks was talking about how he just couldn't get his putter going and he couldn't get lined up right. And I, I listened to the thing 20, 30 times and yeah. I couldn't hear what, what Bryce, but Bryson said something. I don't think he said and, anything to Brooks though. I think he was saying something. No, I, his... it looked like when he walked by, he heard Brooksy <laughs> we'll go with talking that. about we'll go with that. how, you know, I can't get lined up right. And then, you know, yeah. Bryson was like, maybe you should line up better. Yeah. Or something to that effect. And we'll, it we'll go with the that. fuck out of Brooksy. And he was just irritated that entire weekend. I commented about what a little bitch he was and he just this, that, and the other. Um, what did Brooks the, say? Bryson, like, what did Brooks say? It's like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> he just yeah, rolls his eyes. He's like, sorry, I lost, lost my, lost lost my train of thought. Yeah. <laughs> and then the guy, and then the guy said, "Hey, th this is going to be good in the the t the 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 booth later in the the trailer, the, the video trailer." I don't care. Yeah, Brooks said, "I don't care," <laughs> I and don't that's care. why, like, that, okay. Have you heard the latest what? rumor? No. What the, is la it? the latest rumor was Brooks asked for a copy of that video after the fact to show his friends. So now who leaked it? You know what I mean? So oh, there's right. a lot of speculation about who leaked it. Brooks asked for it. Did Brooks put it out there? Did, you know, so there, there's the so many. That, his pip. And then, and then the match comes out and Bryce is playing in the match with Aaron Rodgers and Brooks tweets out to Aaron Rodgers, sorry, man, <laughs> you know? Right? And so there's there's a lot of cool, like, soap opera-ish stuff going on in the PGA Tour right now, which is good. They need it yeah, because and, that's and that's what they want. I don't think the PGA Tour thought this was coming when, when they're talking about the PIP. I don't think the PIP even had an impact on this interaction, to be honest with you. This interaction would have happened either way because Brooks and Bryson have been annoyed with each other for a long time. I don't know. I mean, if if Brooks is asking for the video, I think he's clearly 
seeing money because it's a big win if you win the pip. Yeah, maybe. Did you see? Yeah. Did you see Bryson's uh, tweet to Brooks saying something like, uh, "Like I'm I'm camping in your head or something"? Sorry, man, no, I'm camping in your head. It's nice to be living rent free in your head. Nice to be living rent free in your head. Uh, you know what? I mean, that's that's awesome. That's kind of dorky, but it's awesome. It's just the banter mm-hmm. back and forth, and then. I can't remember who posted the video. It might have been Brooks that posted the video of uh, Bryson in one of the practice rounds out at uh, Kiwa Island. And so he tees off, and somebody in the crowd yells, Nice shot, Brooksy! <laughs> <laughs> After Bryson tees off. And he turns around, and he says, I guess the guy had been doing it all day. And I guess Bryson turns around and he says, Whoever's calling me Brooksy, you need to leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so awesome. I love this stuff. It's like when we we're talking about Patrick Reed. If the PJ Tour was a reality show, which right now you could pretty much say it is, they need Bryson. They need Brooks. They need that feud. They need Patrick Reed. They need Scott Pierce, Percy. They need these people to be able to be humans and do stupid stuff. No, we don't we don't need Scott Piercy. <laughs> On Instagram. That guy's a ding dong. Jesus. <laughs> and we'll talk about him later. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I love it. Bryson and Brooks. Dorks. Yeah. They're cool dorks. I mean, I so if you had to pick one, if you had to pick one of the two, Bryson or Brooks, who are you picking? Just in, in general. Just, oh, just in general. No, just in general. To play golf with, or just like a head-to-head match, um, just just gener- watch- just generally in life, who are you going to watch on a golf course? Who are you going to maybe play golf with? Who would you rather go to lunch with? Grab a cup of coffee with? Grab a beer with? Just in general, because I guarantee there is a Brooks camp and there is a Bryson camp. So who are you in? Oh God, it's a <laughs> tough one. I'm going to go with I think Bryson because Brooks is just. He's kind of been a little bit bitchy and just a little bit too. He just gets annoyed so easy. And I I, I posed this comment to my work cohorts the other day. I said, would you rather and sit down and have a beer or a drink with Boy George and watch a Boy George concert? Or would you rather sit down with Paul George and watch Paul George play basketball? And everybody was like, yeah, boy, George. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be amazing. So I'm kind of in the same camp as you, but I think for different reasons. I think if I was to go out and hang out with Brooks and like do some things with Brooks, like maybe go bowling, maybe grab some pizza. I feel like Brooks wouldn't give a shit if I'm there. No, hell no. (laughs) You know? And I think he'd be like on his phone. You know, he he just wouldn't care. He'd just be so tired. <laughs> just God. <laughs> but I feel if I go if I go out with Bryson, at least he'd pay attention to me. At least we'd be able to have a conversation. At least I've you know heard, I would be I've able heard. to pump his ego. I'd be able to talk to him, and he'd tell me some stupid stuff. I'd be annoyed as hell. But I I just I don't know. There's something about Bryson that I kind of no, oddly no, like. No. People have said he's he's a funny normal dude for yeah. the most part, except when he's on the golf course. Yeah, you know, and 
The, yeah, Brooks, I got nothing in common with the dude. Yeah. Or, or just feel like it. I don't either with Bryson, but yeah. I do appreciate so Brooks. I do like watching him on the golf course. I do watch, like watching him compete. I would love to be able to stand there on a tee box and watch him tee off. I do like Brooks's golf game. It's just, yeah, he's all about he Brooks. Was so, he, yeah, he was mean to DJ. But remember when uh, they were like know, best down, friends? Yeah, and he was kind of mean and snotty about like a Sunday. And he's like, oh, no. He, he referencing DJ not playing well on Sundays. And it was kind of mean. Yeah. I think we've beat this story to death because we could beat it even more to death, but I think there's more to come. They're no, talking about sure. the USGA pairing Brooks and Bryson together for the US oh, Open. Yeah. That would be amazing. I've, I've heard I've, I've heard the I've heard the uh pairing of Brooks and Bryson in uh Woodland, like the last the the last uh US Open champs. Um, but I believe the U.S. amateur uh, winner usually tees off with the U.S. Open champ. Anyways, it, it'll be Gary, fun. Did you put Gary Woodland in as a U.S. Open champ? Yeah, he won Pebble Beach, dude. Jesus, really? Yeah. Yeah, he won Pebble Beach, and then I believe Brooks won the next two, maybe, and then Bryson won last year. Well, that that is the perfect pairing. Yeah, no, it is perfect. San Diego, and, and you know what, Gary Woodland's such a stud. He'll just sit there and let watch the show. Hey, give me some popcorn while I'm playing. Would you? I just want right? to watch these two because he's just a solid stud. He's not going to pay attention to those guys, but he might. <laughs> you know, oh, he yeah. might just watch. Just, just like, hey, Brooksy, I I heard Bryson over there before he hit saying something about you. <laughs> Something like you look a little soft. And yeah. You were a real pussy at the uh, PGA Championship. <laughs> Just poke the bear and uh, get in their heads. That's amazing. Oh, dude, we're we're well into this. We haven't even talked about the Charles Schwab Challenge yet. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Jason Kokrak edged out Jordan Spieth on Sunday to win the plaid jacket. Yeah, you, your pony, your number one pick. Jordan Spieth, yeah. You were all fucking hot shit after Thursday. Hit that. Look at who's in first. (laughs) Friday and Saturday. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I did. I talked some smack. You know what? You got to do when you're up. But I know better than anybody that, you know, golf is hard. So you never know, especially with Jordan. But yeah, you know what? Go ahead. I I saw where Jordan Spieth is like, 50% 50% when leading after 54 holes. Yeah. Or it might even be less than that. And and if you look at the rest of the field, it's less than that. And then I saw a stat where Tiger Woods is like 54 of 59 after leading 54 holes. It's like, fuck. <laughs> that's, because, that's because like 48 of those, he had like a – Eight shot lead, probably going into Sunday. <laughs> no, that guy's well, cl- he, that guy's he, clutch. You he, can't he compare just Jordan gets to Tiger. The job done. Yeah, but yeah, I will have to say i i I was able to kind of catch the last couple holes and uh, and, and here here here's the exact. It's from Justin Ray who who tweeted: If Kokrak wins, Spieth will be ten for twenty in his PGA Tour career, converting fifty four hole leads. 
JT, DJ, Rory, all between 50 and 60% converting last 10 years. Tour average last 10 seasons when leading, co-leading is just 35%. Tiger, 55 for 59. Wow. Goat. Goat. Very much so. That's crazy. It's hard. Golf is hard. I mean, even when you're playing, you can play well Thursday, Friday, and if you can score a good round on Saturday, it's different on Sunday, man. Well, and, and Jordan Spieth admitted he just lost his swing and had no idea where the ball was going. It's probably easy to do for him because he's, you know, he, he was in such a slump and trying to find things and grind it out, and then you find something, it probably leaves you just as quick. And then, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he'll find it again. It's not like it's gone, right? I mean, he's good enough Hell to no. just bring back. So he's still one of the favorites this week. Yeah, Phil Mickelson Ugh, missed the cut after his victory at the PGA Championship. Yeah, he bogeyed uh, two of the last three holes on Friday. Yeah, to miss by one. I think Patrick Reed did too. Oh yeah, but I don't want to talk one. about him. <laughs> he did. He missed the cut on the oh. number. All right. Um, any what what else you got from the Charles Schwab challenge before we kind of go into a couple other things? Well, it was it was a two man it was a two man race. I watched it. I watched the whole thing on Sunday, and it was yeah. They had a five shot lead, and Cockrack he he played great. Yeah. Other than I mean, yeah, he he finished strong, and and Jordan just he didn't know where the ball was going so it wasn't that exciting you know i was just looking at our ponies to see if they could climb the board and i knew you had spieth and i had already accepted the fact i hope he wins yeah a i i'll be sad because chris gets all the money in the jar <laughs> but I, I like jordan and i want to see jordan win so yeah and he he already has and he will again this year i, I mean it's just a matter of time in which tournament but um, we could talk about this later, but I, dude, we've already mentioned Scott Piercy, dude. This guy is a train wreck. It's yeah, my trunk he, slammer. It's my trunk slammer of the week because DQ on Friday after signing an incorrect scorecard, which he wouldn't have made the cut anyways. No, but this was after he failed to qualify for the U.S. Open. So he earlier in the week. He actually was playing in a U.S. Open qualifier, and he played in a 10-person playoff for one spot. And he missed like a three- or four-footer. I thought it was a little longer than that. And was it? It was, one of the, it was one of those deals where there was rain delays and people were leaving, and he was like, no, I'm going to stick around, and somehow got into that 10-person playoff and missed a shorty. And, and then he walks off the green and snaps his putter over his leg. <laughs> God, that guy. I mean, and it was, we know. Anger can. You know, the guy lost every endorsement. Yeah. In, I think it was March 2000. Oh, God. When was it? It was uh, during the presidential debates between Trump and. No, no, it was the Democratic because Buttigieg. And Biden and everybody was vying for the president's president. And uh, anyways, Piercy posted a homophobic meme yeah. on Instagram yep. about Pete Buttigieg. 
And then he, like every single one of his sponsors, like, no, fuck you. You're done. No more money. No more free clothes. No more balls. Yeah. And in spirit, Piercy says, I apologize if any of my recent posts have been offensive. So he's basically said, if you've been offended, it, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, it's your deal. I will do better. You know, so he was a huge Trumpy, QAnon, ding dong. And, but you know what? He got a new sponsor. Oh, yeah. Boston Scott Golf. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Antifa. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. And their, their thing is, quote, feel good, play good. Oh, God. I've always said look good, play good. But yeah. Yeah, that's Boston Scott Golf. Anyways. Yeah, he 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 he's your trunk slammer. He's my ding dong. Uh, he's my trunk slammer and ding dong. He's just like, well, if there was a trifecta, he'd get it. What a dork! Yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of sponsors, so Patrick Reed, he's been wearing like a CBD something, mm. a CBD MD, maybe. Does he dabble in the CBD oils or something? Oh, just wonder maybe maybe he should talk to Scott Pierce. <laughs> maybe talk to him about. Hey, this helps, man. Maybe just calm, calm, cool your jets a little bit. Yeah, bro. Yeah. You know, it's, it's medicinal. Yeah, absolutely. Jesus. All right. I think that's interesting. I didn't see that he reads. He's now got the marijuana thing. Well, going. his CBD. hats. So his hats are just like black or white. I think they're just simple. And then just the, the top of them, they just say like CBD MD. And I haven't looked it up or anything, but it's just, it, it was interesting because I think Titleist's, like dropped him or didn't, didn't didn't drop him. I don't even know if Titleist ever signed him for a hat deal, but um, I think he's plays Titleist balls. I don't think he actually has a deal. Titleist, with Titleist <clears throat> if you get Titleist, if you play their clubs, they're not going to give you a bunch of money because they believe with their, their brand. Nobody's bigger than their brand. Not their clubs. Like Callaway will give you millions of dollars to hit their clubs, play their balls, wear their shoes. Yeah, I think nah, they won't give you that much. I think Titleist will give you enough. Uh, well, not enough. I mean, enough for me. I mean, if they want to give me some stuff, but uh, I think Titleist probably generally hat, bag, ball, glove deal. You know, but yeah, Callaway's probably the place to go. Maybe TaylorMade. When when I caddied at the Senior U.S. Open for Scott Krieger down there in Sacramento, he was in the locker room and he just had a Titleist hat on and the Titleist reps came up to him and said, Take what ball off. you play? What size glove do you wear? Oh, nice. And then the next day he showed up and there was four dozen balls and a bunch of gloves. Hell Spy yeah. Him. Yeah. Dang. Um, what else you got for Charles Schwab? Unless we want to just go right into our picks. Yeah, let's just go to our picks. All right. Uh, I had... Jordan Spieth, Abraham Answer, Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler missed the cut. Abraham Answer comes through, T14. Jordan Spieth, second. So I win $5. My alternates were Higgs and Damon. They both missed the cut. Mm. Do you remember your picks? Yes. My number one pick was Rose. J. Rowe. He, T20. And then uh, there's a couple of bucks or a buck. Joaquin Neiman, T50, and Corey Connors, T20. All your picks made the cut. 
Uh, so you got four, you won $4. Your alternates were ROM and burger. Burger was T20. Uh, I couldn't find ROM on the uh, leaderboard. Did he not play? I believe he had a WD. He might have just pulled out just like the last minute. So had no, he I been, think he, I, <clears throat> he, I think he went and hit, hit off the mats. Hit off the mats. He, he doesn't hitting rockets. He didn't get, he didn't show up as a WD. So maybe he just withdrew before the tournament and brought in an alternate. So mm. had he been one of your top picks, burger would have been probably your next guy. So, so you win $4. I win five. You win four. We each owe the jar $3. So, um, we'll, we'll, uh, even that up and we'll be good. So sweet. All right. Um, we're going to be, um, yeah, we're going to go on to the Memorial. All right. The Memorial tournament presented by nationwide at Mirfield village golf club. Do you know what the par is Todd? bet it's 70. No, 72. Yardage is 7,352 yards. The designer, do you know who the designer is? It's got to be Jack. It is Jack Nicholas. It's in Dublin, Ohio. Do you know who the defending champion is? Yes, it is Johnny Rom. It is. There you go. J-O-N. J-O-N. He puts his H in the Rom. (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't put it in John. He puts it in the ROM. Uh, are you looking at my notes and I typed it wrong? Is it J-O-N? It's not J-O-H-N? I think it's J-O-N. All right. There you have it. Winner gets a three-year exemption because it's an invitational and a boatload of money. That's pretty nice. That three-year exemption on the, the PGA Tour. Yeah. So there's only like five invitationals, I think. I can't remember them all, but there's not... There's not a ton, so every other is Arnie's and is is Arnie's an invitational? Yes. Yeah, of course it is. The king. The king. Not the golden. The bear. king, the the king, the slammer, <laughs> and the and squire. The squire. <laughs> God. Yeah. There so I was looking up to see like what tournaments like have jackets or whatever, because we just had the plaid jacket. Right? Didn't they have a plaid jacket? Then there's at Arnie's tournament, there's like the red sweater. And isn't there, wow, another, you sw- isn't there another plaid jacket out there? Yeah, the uh, at Harbor Town. Harbor Town, and then the green jacket, clearly. But this one, there's uh, everybody at Mur- the members at Murfield have gray jackets, and Jack is always out there. He always every year he greets the winner as they're walking off eighteen, and he's always wearing his gray jacket. But it's still yeah. unclear whether or not the winner of the Memorial Tournament actually gets a gray jacket. So yeah, because Jack's always up there with Sir Nick Faldo and um, Jim Nance, and they watching the golfers come in, and then uh, old sweet sweet voice lips uh, Nance says, "Okay, Jack, you got to go down and greet the champion." Yeah, and then Jack stands down there. And I think he, I feel like he sees like maybe the last two to three groups, and everybody's got to kiss his hairy bean bag and say, "Oh, Jack." <laughs> I just love this course, and oh God, you're—I think you're better than Tiger. You know, everybody's got to do that. Oh, Except yeah. for Tiger, of course. Of course, yeah. That's all. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. Uh, 
I don't, I mean, this is one of those tournaments every year. I know that it's coming up. I just, for some reason, I always kind of picture at the beginning or before the Masters. Uh, maybe they've had some schedule changes over the years, but the Memorial, you always know it's coming. It's a great tournament. It's a great field. It's a great golf course. And they just do a great job. So I'm looking forward to this weekend. Hopefully I can watch some golf, but uh, it's, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It, it, I always feel like the rough is just brutal. Yeah. And, and this, the, the one shot that stands out for me is, is, is a uh, tiger woods behind the green on that par three. And it's just, it's buried in the hay. He's got water on the, on the other side and he flops this thing and it goes in. Yep. I mean, it's just vintage tiger and great. So it's a, it's a tough course and I look forward to it. We're going to get to our picks. Well, no, because I actually have a little pop quiz for you. Oh, jeez, Awesome. I love these pop quizzes. Yeah. Is so, this all about uh, Jack Nicholas? New. Thank God. New. Jack, so, Jack's, I, Jack's pop quiz would be all about him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's the greatest golfer? <laughs> you, <Right>. Jack. <laughs> okay. So I got this, this, this quiz from, uh, from Joel Beal. Uh, this is the second week in a row. I got I keep following this guy, but um, anyways, this is from 2016, I believe. Okay. All right. Question. Question one: Who won the inaugural Memorial Tournament in 1976? And I'm not going to make you guess. I'm going to give you four names here. Raymond Was it Floyd. A, <laughs> what'd you say? Raymond Floyd. Okay. Okay. So that's that's one of them. That Roger was- Maltby, Jim, Brian Simons, Ray Floyd, or Don Pooley. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Ray Floyd. That's a great that's a great guess. I mean, I think it's awesome, but no, it was Maltby. Oh, I think Ray Floyd won the Masters that year. I was zero. That was zero. I was born. I think that's love what- me some Ray Floyd. Yeah, so he was he, he was playing really well that year, and I. I it, Fact checkers, if we had them here, they'd probably be able to look it up really quick. But I believe Ray Floyd did win the Masters that year. That's the only reason I said. Let's it. just say he did. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, Maltby beat Hale Irwin on the fourth playoff hole to win in 1976. Nice. It was his third career PGA Tour victory. All right, so you're 0 for one. Okay. Are you keeping track? No, <laughs> that's all right. All right. Question two: What is Jack Nicholas's best finish at the Memorial? Was it A, first, B, second, C, third, or D, he's never played at the Memorial? Second. Oh, nice. Was Nicholas it? has won the Memorial twice, grabbing the second tournament in 1977, and then as a 44-year-old raisin in 1984. Wow, he w- wins his own tournament. Tiger's probably done that, huh? Oh, hell yeah. As soon as Tiger... Well, he has, and when he... I guess he hasn't designed his course, but you know, he's always done that little invite of like 30 golfers over at Sherwood country yeah. club. And Tiger, Tiger's moved. designed some courses now, so maybe he'll, yeah, move. but he hasn't hosted a tournament. Right. It. So, uh, back up, he will though back up, just did some fact checking. Oh, 1976 shit. masters champion, Raymond Floyd. There you have it. He didn't, were win. you wrong? No, I was right about 1976 masters champ. 
Uh, oh fuck yeah, you were. Good job, Chris. <laughs> All right, so See, I'm over for two. The... I'm over two no, on you're... your on your pop quiz. I'm over two. No, right? you're one for two because you said twice. Uh, Jackie went in his tournament twice. Oh, I thought you, I thought you said what place did he did he ever win, and then I thought you asked what place he was. Oh, best finish. Best uh-huh. finish. Yeah, I said second. I, you yeah. said n- never won. Yeah. So yeah. So I, right. I missed that. Good. Yeah, that's over too. But but you Thank know you. Jack Nicholas does hold the record for most runners up. That's why I said that. He does. He's yeah. he's clearly good at that. Yeah. Clearly good at second. Okay. <laughs> clearly Question good at th- not quite winning. <laughs> yeah. Question three. What movie has a memorial influence scene? Is it A Caddyshack? B Tin Cup? C Happy Gilmore? D Who's Your Caddy? Oh man. A memorial inspired scene, influenced scene. Yeah, memorial influenced influenced scene. Wow, I'm not gonna say Happy Gilmore, Caddyshack. (sighs) I don't think Jack's the Caddyshack type, and plus that was early on. So I'm gonna go with Tin Cup. That was a pretty classy golf movie. Attic kid, one for three. In Tin Cup, Kevin Costner's character is seen pocketing brand new golf balls at the driving range. According to Gary McCord, he actually did that at the Memorial, as it was the only tournament at the time that gave balls for free. So what, you had to go to the pro shop and, I need, a, I need a two large buckets? <laughs> is that what they're saying? I guess. Jesus, that's hilarious. All right, question four. I might have a couple of range balls from from professional tournaments. Oh, yeah, of course yeah, you do. Titleist Pro V1s that have little, in red, it says tour stamped on the side. Ooh, shit, I'd like to see that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you could post it. Yeah. But well, I don't know, that might incriminate might that, after you. that might incriminate me. I mean, you point. keep them in your pocket to keep them warm and dry, so when your player is hitting drivers, you want to pull it out and toss it to them, so... And I'm not going to put it in his bag because if he gets in trouble because he's playing it because it's my fault, I'm going to keep it in my pocket. So then I ended up driving home with it and just drop it in my cup holder on the way home. Hey, yep. I'm sorry. You got plenty it, of them. It happens. I didn't steal it. I just haven't given it back yet. Well, clearly Gary McCord did. <laughs> All right. Question four. Tiger Woods has five memorial titles. Who has the second most with three? Well, didn't you just say Jack Nicholas? Oh, no, he has two. Okay. A, Phil Mickelson. B, Lanny Watkins. C, Katy Perry. D, Tom Watson. Katy Perry, like the singer? I mean, I mean, I mean Kenny Perry, sorry. Kenny, oh, oh. It's like my Cloris Leachman. Yeah, I like okay. to call Kenny Katie. Yeah. <clears throat> Kenny Perry, Phil Mickelson, Lanny Watkins, and who? Tom Watson. Oh, Tom Watson. Nope, it's Katie. <laughs> oh, Kenny Perry, son Katie of a bitch. Perry, he's from that area. I think he's from Kentucky. Uh, yeah. He uh, in 2015, Perry used the memorial to make his final PGA Tour appearance, saying it was time to focus on the the round belly circuit. All right, question five: Who owns the tournament scoring record? This is, is question it- five or question six? Question five. Oh, okay. I've only gotten one right. Am I one for three or one for one four? One for four, yes. Oh. No, one for three. One. All right, question. I, I've gotten one right, and 
three incorrect. Okay, so that makes four, and we're on question five. God, we're we're great at math around here. <laughs> That's why we have charts. Okay, okay. Who who owns the tournament scoring record? Was it A. Bob Tway, B. Keith Fergus, C. Curtis Strange, or D. Tom Lehman? Ooh. Uh, Curtis Strange. Man. Ah, Tom Layman. Layman. Damn. One in 94 with 20 under to beat Norman by five. Well, well of course he did beat Norman. The other guy that probably has the most runner-ups by Jack Nicholas. John Houston owns the single round course record with a 61 in wow. 1996. Wow. All right. You're one for five. Let's let's try and get to 50%, okay? Be, How be many questions like- do you have? Ten. Oh, good lord! And we've gone through five. Okay, which, by the way, Kenny Perry, he is from uh, Kentucky. Carry on. All right, number six. The memorial is far from the only tournament Muirfield Village has hosted. Which competition hasn't taken place on the course? The PGA Championship, the USAM, Ryder Cup, or President Cup? Uh, gosh, that's a great question. I'm going to guess the President's Cup. PGA Championship. Oh, damn it. (laughs) Damn it. Uh, I suppose, yeah. Do you have the year the President's Cup was there? All right. So it held the 1987 Ryder Cup, a match remembered as Europe's first win on American soil in events history. The 1992 U.S. Amateur won by Justin Leonard. And the 2013 President Cup. 2013. Which was mostly a rainy affair. Okay. All right. Number seven. Who helped Jack Nicholas design Muirfield Village? Pete Dye, Gary Player, Robert Trent Jones, or Desmond Muirhead? <laughs> Muirhead. Desmond Good Muirhead. Job. Yeah. Is that why they called Muirfield? Yeah. <laughs> Could be, could be. They uh, Muirhead had a six-year partnership with Nicholas, and uh, Muirhead best remembered for his outlandish, some would say cartoonish designs, such as holes shaped like New Jersey and bunkers mirroring Nordic crosses. That's cool. He's the Bunny Mason. He's of, the Bunny Mason. Yeah, there you go. Of, of the Midwest. All right, number eight. The Memorial Tournament was the first PGA Tour event to A, allow amateur players in the field, B, hold a three-hole aggregate playoff, C, grant winners a three-year tour exemption, D, offer a million-dollar purse. Uh, three, three-year three tour exemption. Nope. Three-hole aggregate playoff. Yeah, I should have known that. Because they used, a, like a, they used to have like a 10-year exemption. Yeah, that's a, that's a stupid one. All right, you're going to love this one. Number nine. We're going to make this the last question because 10's stupid. Well, I want to hear 10 so, at least. All right. Yeah. Number nine. Tiger Woods has enjoyed prosperity at Muirfield Village, but his feats at the 2015 tournament made news for another reason. What happened to Tiger at this event? A, he withdrew after shooting a front nine forty four on Friday. B, he shot an 85, his worst round as a professional. C, lost a playoff on number 17 thanks to a triple bogey. D, he switched caddies mid-tournament. Was this, uh, what year was this? 
2015. Oh, gosh. I'm going to say he withdrew after a four, what was it, 49 on the front nine? 44 on 44 Friday. 44 on Friday. He, he, N- nah, he no, nope, sorry. <laughs> the answer is 85. Wood started the weekend at one under, but saw his fortunes change on Saturday as he played the last 11 holes and 11 over par. Oh, Woo! good Lord. Golf 85. is hard. Golf is hard, oh. even for Tiger Woods. Wow. And All I'm right, not what, asking 10. 10's stupid. No, just ask me. What is it? Just kind of just read it at least. Don't you know? Muirfield Village is named after Muirfield, Scotland. The course design was primarily influenced by Scioto Country Club. Scioto Country Club. What tournament served as the model for the memorial setup? A. The Masters. B. Bay Hill. C. The Colonial Invitation. D. The Tour Championship. Tour Championship. The Masters. Okay. Nice, dude. I like that right. pop quiz. I like the pop quizzes. Those are fun. Yes, you do. Those are fun. I do shitty, but they're fun. <laughs> yeah, they are fun. I'm glad it wasn't all about Jack Nicholas, like the one that was all about Byron Nelson. Me too. You need to give me a pop quiz about the Brady Bunch someday. Because you're going to just ace it? I'm a Brady Bunch, like, f- savant? Is nerd. That what you're <laughs> nerd. Nerd. There you go. Um. All right, let's get to our picks. Let's just get right to it. The okay. Memorial. What did I say? The Memorial Tournament Bye. presented by Nationwide. Gosh. Okay, sweet. Even Jack Nicholas needs some sponsorships. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So my first pick, after long and hard thinking. Because you I'm are the first go- pick. You're the first pick. Yeah. Yeah. I am definitely the first pick. Because you wrote it down. Yes, I did. I'm going to go with Justin Thomas, who... Gigi's on his side. Gigi's on his side. Yeah, I like that pick. I am... I'm going to just do it. I'm going to go with Jordan Spieth. Of course you are. I know. You like who you like. I like who I like. Answer. He's not playing. Oh, my. <laughs> oh phew. Uh, you're going to have to venture out. If he was playing. <laughs> All right, Hart. Who's your next pick? pick? I'm going to pick Tony Finau. Oh, Alice's that's your Alice pick. pick. Nice. Yep. I am going to pick Xander Shoffley. Souffle. He's so due. He is so due, and he is getting so ready for the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines in his hometown of San Diego. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. I am going to go with Morikawa. I think he's trending. I like that pick a lot. I didn't have him down, but... I, I definitely like that pick. Uh, I got a lot. I, I mean, I've got a few more. So I've got uh, Ricky Fowler trending upward. Mm-hmm. I like it. He This very well could be the term that he just turns around on and just wins and just like he just takes over the pip and just is the talk of the PGA Tour. He's going to take the limelight away from Brooks and Bryson and just everybody's going to love Ricky again. 
Everybody still loves Ricky. Yeah, uh, he can do no wrong. Yeah, Rory. Um, I, I'm not comfortable with that pick. Maybe as an alternate, John Rom. I mean, John Rom, defending champion. He, but again, he's not playing great as of late. Uh, my tried and true, Max Homa, just solid, solid ball striker and just a good golfer that's playing well. And then Bryson. So I'm gonna go for it this week. I've already picked Spieth. I've already picked Shoffley. I like those picks. I'm gonna go for Ricky Fowler. Because I just like the feeling of this guy coming into this tournament. And this is the kind of tournament that when you see, when you can picture Sunday, I can picture just the moment that Ricky Fowler walks off the green, shakes Jack's hand as another winner, and just is back in it. He is here. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. Ricky Fowler. Good one. Uh, he he was he was down on my list. He's a uh, plus six hundred. You put a you put a buck down, you win sixty. Yeah. I'm gonna go with. Oh man, these are your alternates now. We have some no, good no. names. Oh, I got Tony, I got Justin, and I got Morikawa. Yeah, so you got, got three. Two, yeah, so you got two alternates. That's now. it. That's yeah, it. That's it. That's All right. It. My first alternate is going to be uh, Dowry Woodland. Oh, love that. Long guy. shot. I love that. No, I love that yeah, guy. Yeah, he's plus 600. I love that guy. Uh, this is going to be my apology pick because I didn't pick him on my top three, but Max Homa, you're solid. You're good. You're going to win the. Something else this year, just in making a Ryder I, Cup team. You're 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 solid. You're there. You you've arrived, Max Homa, and this is it. But you're my alternate this week. Yeah, he's he's so mad when he hears this. If he listens to it, he's like that fucker, Chris. I can't <laughs> believe he didn't pick me. Yeah. Yep. Now he's probably gonna win. I'm gonna go with uh, my final. Is gonna be. Uh, Victor Hovland. I pick him a lot. You do. G'day, I mate. love those Nordics. I love those Nordics. G'day, G'day mate. Good eye. We had to get that in. That's crazy. That was the first non-American we picked. We just picked eight Americans. Because usually we get a G'day mate in our picks, mm-hmm. and that was the first one. Wow. All right. Well. I don't want to pick the Shambo. I think he's a little disheveled. De- de- mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? I'm going to go with McElroy. Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Nice. Roy. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's 150. I think we got some good picks. You've got JT, Finau, Morikawa. I've got Spieth, Shoffley, and Fowler. I think we're going to have a battle. I hope so. That's a good preview. I hope we're all US. up yeah. there. In the, I hope they're all up there in the top ten. I hope so too. You got for final thoughts, Todd? You got anything? Nope. I don't. I got nothing other than I'm looking forward to uh, getting in the studio next week and and 
we're going to be having a guest picker for the U.S. Open, right? You- the U.S. Open, but not next week. The ne- the week after that, we will be having a guest picker for the U.S. Open. So, have we already ever already decided that? Or are we still looking? We have not. For- uh, we've had a couple people express some interest in being a guest picker at some point in time, whether it's the U.S. Open or the British Open. Uh, we haven't gotten anybody that can probably come into the studio that day. I don't believe. Um, so if you do have any interest in joining Todd and I in studio for the U S open podcast, uh, you're certainly not going to be a host. Sorry to say that you will just be on air as we make our picks. (laughs) You don't need any more additional banter. You can just sit back, laugh, and maybe be a fact checker if you need to chime in from the, from the corner, but there's plenty of beer here. You can hang out. And, uh, yeah, it's, it'll, it'll be a fun time. So the U S open podcast, uh, we will be coming at you U S open week. We believe it's that Monday, Todd, is that what we decided? The two of us are going to meet up. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll get back at you. If you're interested, let us know. We can always zoom you in too, cause we'll be in studio. We can zoom you in. So we definitely have some people who can zoom in if, if we need them, um, but yeah, reach out to us via email at the divot room at gmail.com. You can always follow us on Twitter as well. The divot room. You can always follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I've got one final thought because we always talk. We already talked about the trunk slammer, and the ding dong of the week. That's Scott Percy dork. And I've got a uh, just big highlight for the week. This is away from the PJ tour. This is the women's U S open is happening this week. Big, big, big deal. We've got uh, the women playing at Olympic Country Club or Olympic Club in San Francisco. Uh, It's been pretty foggy. Hopefully, it'll be good weather for them this week. Hopefully, they'll all have a great time and hopefully, maybe Lexi Thompson will win. Mm, That'd be fun. That would be fun. Let's get an American in there. God, wouldn't that be sweet if Michelle Wee won? Be sweet. Oh, my God. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Anyways, check them out. They're awesome. You got anything, Todd? Last minute? Nope. Nothing. Everybody be good to humans. Get vaccinated. Everyone have a great week. Except for Patrick Reed.